Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the weekly CM Life Sports Podcast. Those of you that have been looking forward to this, you can continue to do so on Sunday evenings is what we'll be recording these sort of recapping weekend's action around CMU Sports. Uh, with Assistant Sports Editor Joe Judd, I'm Dominic Mastrangelo, and i got to warn you folks, Joe is a little bit under the weather t- today. How are you feeling, Joe? I am in full recovery mode. I'm, I'm uh, not about to enter any pie-eating contest, but I'm feeling pretty good. Joe, is uh, he went on the DL there for a little bit, but <laughs> he's, uh, he's looking better than ever. And we're going to talk real quick about a couple of different things. We want to start, of course, with our biggest and what is regarded by many as our most important sport here at CMU, our football team, which escaped with a 20-14 to 14 win at Buffalo this weekend. Joe, I mean, that was just some really scary stuff out there on the East Coast, huh? Yeah, it, um, <clears throat> I'll tell you what, though, if it went the other, it could have easily been, um, it could have easily gone the other way. Right. 20 Buffalo, 14 Central Michigan. And it was such a back-and-forth game, if you think about mm-hmm. just sort of the early injury to Thomas Rawls and sort of the impact that, that had on the team. Uh, both on and off the field. I mean, they're winless in games without him, 0-2. Um, but give credit credit to Sailor LaValle. Yeah, for, absolutely. Kind of the forgotten guy after Rawls's emergence, I'd have to say. And last year, you know, he was our guy. So mm-hmm. when he was able to take the ball like that and get, score those two touchdowns and then give put the Chippewas in a position to win, I mean, if that's not a vote of confidence for the run game, I don't know what is. And it goes much farther than just Rawls. Um, you think a little bit about the offense as a whole. Cooper Rush now is, what, three or four games in a row where he's thrown for more than 200 yards, and we would be remiss if we did not mention uh, <laughs> the catch of all catch. Absolutely. Um, this weekend, Titus Davis caught his 29th career touchdown pass for the Chippewas. The senior wide receiver now has the most of any CMU receiver in history, most of any CMU player ever. That's receiving touchdowns. That's just incredible. And Titus Davis is just the nicest guy in the world. If you've, if you've ever talked to him, like I know Joe and I have. I mean, what, what's, what's your impression? Your, imp- your impression of Titus Davis, truly? Uh, he's. I mean, he, he to me he seems like a professional. I mean, he, yeah. he not seems like a professional. He is a professional to me. He just uh, he's a very very humble dude. You you mean you can you can pelt the dude with compliments and I mean he. he He's not gonna beat around the bush or anything. He'll tell you what he feels, but he's a he's a humble guy. He he doesn't. I don't know. He he's a, for as much as he's in the spotlight, you think that maybe you like you know you see some wide receivers kind of let the ego get to him. But he's I I don't lump him in that category at all. No, he's definitely uh, a teammates player. Yes, and that's something that you, that his teammates consistently talk about why he's emerged into that vocal leader both on and off the field. Been a little hampered with that leg injury this year, but but he really does look uh, back to his true form. Um, both on and off the field as far as things go. Uh, moving on to another sport here at CMU, our soccer team is clinging desperately yes. uh, to the last spot in the MAC tournament. They got a real slow start to the season, but in the last three or four games, they've really turned it on. Um, it's really funny, Joe, what a goalkeeping change can really do, huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems from that point on, it, it's um, almost given their offense more of a boost, and it's just uh, no, nothing nothing away from the, t- not, not to take anything away from the outgoing go- goaltender, but... Yeah. Um, I, I think it's the moves benefited the team, and they've really started to come into their own here as the, the this home stretch of the season, which is something we didn't see. Yeah, at all. For you know, coming to this point, and it's funny that you know how a change or a move on defense can affect what the offense mm-hmm. does. Um, I think there's something to be said for a goalkeeper in soccer, and whether it be college soccer or just soccer in general. I mean, that is such a pressure spot on the field, and w- the success of a goalkeeper, whether it be Evident or not, uh, directly outfix, affects what the uh, what the offense is able to do, and that's definitely been true of the CMU soccer team this year. 
Um, we can't we can't not mention our field hockey team, which came into the weekend undefeated in the MAC. Did lose to, to uh-huh. Ohio over the weekend, but they have got a showdown with Kent State this weekend for at least a share of the MAC title. Folks, Joe, why should people care about field hockey? Honestly, I mean, if if you're a true Chippewa fan and you're a student at Central Michigan University, right. any team that's that's having success, especially in conference play, you should go out and. Go out and support them. I mean, they played a really rough non-conference schedule yes, too. Yes, absolutely. A lot of traveling too. Oh yeah, out to California and the East Coast and mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, it's one of these relatively new sports that really not many people talk about here at CMU. But my goodness, are they really good for the rest of? The, if this, as compared to the Mid American Conference, if this program continues the way it's going, you know, five, ten years down the road, when this sport picks up more steam, I could really, I really see it gaining popularity on and this, this campus. And this could be potentially our best varsity sport right now. I mean, as we speak, as yeah. things look, I mean, they are probably the most likely to claim a MAC title out of any of our major varsity sports teams. Um, a little bit to the, we talk all the time about you know football and the basketballs when they're big, but some of these smaller sports they deserve some recognition as well. Uh, one of our mid-range sports here, volleyball, has just been up and down all year, and our reporter Greg Wycliffe has a column going in Monday's issue where he talks about the inconsistencies on the team. Joe, I mean, is this where you thought the volleyball team would be heading into the year? Uh, no, I, I do not. I mean, they started, they lost, what was it, their first five, yep. six yep. matches? Yep. And then they looked like they were right in the ship going back to 500, and then it's like win-loss, win-loss again. So I, I don't know. It's it's really tough to tough to point out if there's – been setter changes mcintyre's health's been kind of in and out in and out um i just you know it's everything about this season has just been up and down yeah Yeah, it's been kind of a roller coaster for uh for the women which went to buffalo this weekend as well and were lost and lost after defeating akron um i think mcintyre's health you brought that up as a huge sort of again on and off the field there are certain players um, here at this university, a Titus Davis, a Caitlin McIntyre, Laura Goss for our soccer team. Um, they really are the playmakers. They really are the X Factors. These are the people that as they go, so goes the team. Um, while a MAC title and more importantly the tournament run is not out of the question for volleyball, uh, they have a big series coming up this weekend. So a lot going on um, with our varsity sports teams. Our football team heads to Eastern this Saturday at 1 o'clock before the bye week. Um, just to wrap up with them again, I mean, you look at the rest of the games that are left, I mean, they're all winnable, right? Mm-hmm. With Eastern, Miami of Ohio, and then the big one against Western to end the year. No excuses. Yeah, it's, out. it's gotten to the point now with, with Rawls' health and the offense clicking without him, there really is no excuse uh, for why these teams, uh, all of our teams, truly can't win out the rest of their schedules. Yeah. So. Football cannot afford to lose to Eastern, and especially not Western. <laughs> yeah. You cannot afford that. Well, that's happen. just not going to happen, Joe. <laughs> let's, let's be real about it. Folks, we appreciate you joining us once again. We want you to tune in to our podcast every week and, of course, pick up a copy of CM Life on the Racks Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, more times than that, we have our own sports section, and we try to keep you guys informed on all of our city sports team as often as we can. So until next time, for Joe, I'm Dominic saying thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. <laughs>